The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. Original works by Italian Renaissance artist Leonardo da Vinci are making an appearance at the Shanghai Museum. Entitled Who is Leonardo da Vinci? Dialogue between Renaissance and Chinese painting, the exhibition brings together 18 authentic Renaissance art treasures from the Italian side, along with an equal number of ancient Chinese paintings from the Shanghai Museum's own collection. Among these remarkable works is Da Vinci's oil painting The Lady with Dishevelled Hair, an unfinished portrait of a young woman with dishevelled hair, which is hailed as the unquestionable highlight of the event. The exhibition also features 11 folios from the Master's Codex Atlanticus manuscript, two precious sketches by Michelangelo, and Chinese masterpieces from various periods, including Lady with Fan in the Autumn Breeze by Tang Yin, who is known as one of the four masters of the Ming dynasty. The cultural feast is open to the public until April the 14th, 2024. You're listening to Special English. The International Table Tennis Federation has announced the return of the Men's and Women's Singles World Cups, slated for April 2024. The world's table tennis governing body made the announcement following the conclusion of the Mixed Team World Cup in Chengdu, in southwest China's Sichuan province. And the Singles World Cups will be staged at the Galaxy Arena, the largest indoor area in Macau. The Federation said that the decision to revive the Singles World Cups signifies a strategic move, underscoring its commitment to revitalizing and preserving the rich legacy of the sport. Originating in 1980, the first International Table Tennis Federation World Cup was held in Hong Kong, with the latest staged in Weihai in East China's Shandong province, in 2020. Since 2021, the event has been replaced with the World Table Tennis Cup Finals. Petra Sorling, president of the Federation, said that the remarkable success of the 2023 Mixed Team World Cup in Chengdu has set the stage for an exciting future adding that building on this momentum, they were thrilled to announce the return of the Singles World Cups 
in April 2024 in Macau, while the mixed team event will make a comeback in Chengdu in November next year. Liu Guoliang, Deputy President of the International Federation and President of the Chinese Table Tennis Association, noted that Macau has hosted many world table tennis events in recent years and the enthusiasm of the fans has always impressed the participants. This is Special English. Today, only female mosquitoes suck blood from humans and animals. But two newly examined male mosquito fossils indicate that this may not have always been the case, with self-protection possibly the reason for males losing their thirst for blood. That is according to a study published in the journal Current Biology. Researchers from China, Lebanon, France and the United States say that two fossilized male mosquitoes also possess piercing mouthparts that only female mosquitoes possess today. The fossils discovered in pieces of amber in Lebanon dating to the early Cretaceous period around 130 million years ago, are the oldest known mosquito fossils and push back the fossil record of mosquitoes by nearly 30 million years. The male mosquitoes both have sharp and elongated triangular mandibles and lacinia with small teeth, strong evidence that they were blood drinkers. That is according to Danny Azar, the study's lead researcher from the Nanjing Institute of Geology and Paleontology under the Chinese Academy of Sciences and Lebanese University. Azar noted that these parts function like scissors. The mandibles can make a hole in the skin while they have these denticles which would have helped to cut the skin when entering. According to Azar, male mosquitoes' blood-sucking mouthparts may have degenerated because of the gradual emergence of angiosperms, or flowering plants, which can directly provide them with energy and sugar. Azar noted that it's a safer way for male mosquitoes since all tetrapods would have acted the same way as humans when attacked by mosquitoes, by trying to hit them. Fewer mosquitoes may not have seen their diets switch as they continued to need blood, which contains high amounts of protein and nutrients, to help develop their ovaries for reproductive purposes. You're listening to Special English. Direct flights between China's Heiko City and Auckland in New Zealand have commenced. The round-trip service is currently scheduled for every Wednesday, Friday and Sunday. Wang Junchao, 
Deputy Consul General of China in Auckland, said that closer air links between China and New Zealand have boosted their economic and trade ties, tourism cooperation and people-to-people exchanges. Wang added that Hainan Airlines opened a route from Haiko to Auckland, laying a solid foundation for the construction of international transportation networks and international economic and trade cooperation networks. Scott Tasker, Chief Customer Officer of Auckland International Airport, said that the launch of the air routes is extremely important because it establishes new people-to-people links between the two countries. China is New Zealand's largest trading partner and Chinese visitors are the second largest visitor market. Hainan Airlines Vice President Chen Hao said that this is Hainan Airlines' fourth direct route with Oceania. Wang Haifeng, general manager of Hainan Airlines, Auckland branch, estimated that round-trip flights on the route could transport more than 1,500 passengers between the two places every week. This is Special English. You've been listening to programs from CGTN Radio. CGTN Radio. We invite you to visit us online for more audio, pictures and in-depth reports. At radio.cgtn.com, you can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news, talk, features, entertainment shows and podcasts. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. This is Special English. As China's largest durian import port in South China's Guangxizhuang Autonomous Region, Yi Guan used to handle durians imported mainly from Thailand. However, fresh durians from Vietnam are now quickly catching up. Since gaining market access to China last year, China's appetite for the pricey tropical fruit is enormous. According to customs data, China imported some 800,000 tons of durians last year. The durian import value ranked first among China's fruit imports, reaching 4 billion US dollars. Last year, Vietnamese durians known for their longer harvest season and relatively lower prices, gained market access to China under the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership Framework. China is currently Vietnam's main durian export market. Today, Yi Guan Port has become the busiest and most convenient land port for border exchanges between China and Vietnam. Data from Naning Customs shows that from January to October this year, the value of goods imported from Vietnam through the Yi Guan port 
totaled 91 billion yuan, about 12.8 billion US dollars, marking an increase of 270% year on year. Among them, the import of Vietnamese fruit was nearly 11.7 billion yuan, an increase of 600%, with the import value of durian totaling 11.1 billion yuan, an increase of 3,000%. Bilateral trade in agri-products has continued to flourish on the border between China and Vietnam. Fujing, a fruit merchant from southwest China's Guizhou province, said that Thai durians are generally ripe in the first half of the year, while Vietnamese durians, which mature in the second half of the year, have filled the market vacancy well. Fu added that the convenient customs clearance process at the port is also an important reason for merchants to choose Vietnamese durians. Currently, the port sees about 700 vehicles entering and leaving on a daily basis. It has set up a green channel, especially for rapid customs clearance of agricultural and sideline products and has continuously optimized the customs clearance process. You're listening to Special English. In a bid to detect unknown environments, a Chinese team has created an octopus-inspired robotic arm, which is capable of sensing and manipulating objects in confined spaces and underwater. According to a study published in Science Robotics, the robot allows human operators to guide its arm using suction to pick up various objects, including a toy shark and a smooth metal ball via a single-finger glove. This new invention created by a team of researchers led by Wen Li from Beihang University, was inspired by the octopus, which whips its soft arms in a bend propagation motion to capture its prey with sensitive suckers. A simple strategy like this can be used as a model for robotic Grasping, controllable with a few inputs, as well as a highly deformable arm with sensing capabilities. Wen's team integrated electronics and circuits into the robots while maintaining their deformability. The researchers presented a stretchable electronics integrated soft octopus arm with 16 air-driven actuators and multiple degrees of freedom. The robot's stretchable, liquid, metal-based electronic circuit can withstand uniaxial stretching of 710% and 
and biaxial stretching of 270% to perform tasks autonomously in a confined environment. The study reveals that the soft arm with two rows of sensory suction cups that connect with the wearer's finger can perform a reaching, grasping, withdrawing motion across a range of up to 1.5 times its original arm length, similar to its biological counterpart. When said that this robotic prototype provides new prospects and development ideas for the future interactive applications of flexible robots, including medical auxiliary robots, seabed exploration robots, and bionic external organs. This is Special English. New research has revealed that large portions of the Great Wall of China, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, are protected by a biological community found on the surface of the ancient ramparts. According to a study published in the journal Science Advances, the biological soil crusts, or biocrusts, consisting of photosynthetic bacteria, mosses and lichens, aid in increasing the ancient structure's stability and fend off erosion caused by rain and wind. The Great Wall consists of many interconnected walls, some dating back 2,000 years. The existing sections have a total length of more than 21,000 kilometres. Its most visible portions were built during the Ming Dynasty, at least 650 years ago. Many sections of the wall, particularly those in more arid regions, were built with rammed earth, such as soil and gravel, compacted into dense earthen formulations. Some heritage conservationists have conjectured that the natural vegetation might accelerate the weathering process. However, the findings of the new study provided a contrary conclusion. Researchers from the Chinese Academy of Sciences and China Agricultural University examined the structural stability and erodibility of samples taken from eight sections of the Ming-era Great Wall made from rammed earth. They found that biocrusts covered 67% of the studied sections. Moreover, the biocrusts, especially those dominated by moss, enhanced the wall's mechanical strength and soil stability by 37% compared with bare rammed earth. They also work to significantly buffer the effects of wind, rain and temperature fluctuations. Xiao said that biocrusts serve as stabilizers, sacrificial layers and drainage roofs, combining the protective functions of several conventional measures 
into one eco-friendly approach. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. The International Table Tennis Federation has announced the return of the men's and women's singles World Cups, slated for April 2024. The world's table tennis governing body made the announcement following the conclusion of the mixed team World Cup in Chengdu, in southwest China's Sichuan Province, and the singles World Cups will be staged at the Galaxy Arena, the largest indoor area in Macau. The federation said that the decision to revive the singles World Cup signifies a strategic move, underscoring its commitment to revitalizing and preserving the rich legacy of the sport. Originating in 1980, the first International Table Tennis Federation World Cup was held in Hong Kong, with the latest staged in Weihai, in East China's Shandong Province, in 2020. Since 2021, the event has been replaced with the World Table Tennis Cup Finals. Petra Sorling, president of the federation, said that the remarkable success of the 2023 Mixed Team World Cup in Chengdu has set the scene for an exciting future. Adding that, building on this momentum, they are thrilled to announce the return of the Singles World Cups in April 2024 in Macau. While the mixed team event will make a comeback in Chengdu in November next year, Liu Guoliang, deputy president of the International Federation and president of the Chinese Table Tennis Association, noted that Macau has hosted many world table tennis events in recent years, and the enthusiasm of the fans has always impressed the participants. This is special English. In a bid to detect unknown environments, a Chinese team has created an octopus-inspired robotic arm, which is capable of sensing and manipulating objects in confined spaces and underwater. According to the study published in Science Robotics, the robot allows human operators to guide its arm using suction to pick up various objects, including a toy shark and a smooth metal ball, via a single-finger glove. The new invention, created by a team of researchers led by Wen Lin from Beihang University, was inspired by the octopus, which whips its soft arms in a bend propagation motion to capture its prey with sensitive suckers. A simple strategy like this can be used as a model for robotic grasping, controllable with a few inputs, as well as a highly deformable arm with sensing capabilities. Wen's team integrated electronics and circuits into the robots while maintaining their deformability. The researchers presented a stretchable electronics integrated soft octopus arm with 16 air-driven actuators and multiple degrees of freedom. The robot's stretchable liquid metal-based electronic circuit can withstand uniaxial stretching of 710%. And biaxial stretching of 270% to perform tasks autonomously in a confined environment. The study reveals that the soft arm with two rows of sensory suction cups that connect with the wearer's finger can perform a reaching, grasping, withdrawing motion across a range of up to 1.5 times its original arm length, similar to its biological counterpart. 
Wen said that this robotic prototype provides new prospects and development ideas for the future interactive applications of flexible robots, including medical auxiliary robots, seabed exploration robots, and bionic external organs. That is the end of today's program. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace. <laughs>